Thank you very much for joining us for Imperial Beverage Presents Another Round. This week we're here with Carrie from Shorts Brewing Company, and we're actually going to be discussing a little bit about uh, shorts, shorts practices, and locals light. Thank you so much for joining us, Carrie. I'm so happy to be here. So why don't you introduce yourself a little bit and uh, just tell us a little bit about you and what you do with shorts. Yeah, absolutely. So Carrie Lynch, I am our director of sales. Many of you uh, have the pleasure of seeing my face about once a month on a call. So here's my voice again, telling you more things about locals light. Um, coming up on seven years with shorts at this point in time, started as our first person selling beer outside of Michigan. So when we originally launched into Indiana, Ohio and Pennsylvania. I took over those markets back in June of 2016. So kind of moved around, did a lot of things outside of Michigan, and then was fortunate enough to get to move back here in July of actually last year and take over managing all of the Michigan stuff as well. So now I'm a director of sales. Uh, it's been a fun, wild journey. Prior to that, I actually worked for a distributor in Indiana and then worked for Jolly Pumpkin before that. And then before that, did a lot of stuff with the Michigan Brewers Guild. So pretty decent time. I think I'm coming up on about 12 years in the beverage industry at this point in time, but really happy to be back in Michigan where all the good stuff is actually at. So yeah, you actually work with shorts. Uh, you work with the infamous Joe. The infamous Joe. Yes. Indeed. Uh, and you actually, do you have a team there or are you? Yeah. Yeah. So we have uh, a group of salespeople throughout Michigan. So we've got two people in the Detroit area, Suzanne and Tom, and then Ben is over in Grand Rapids and then Dylan and Woj are up in Traverse City. So that's the whole kind of sales team for everybody that we've got um, outside of the marketing team, production, quality, you know, all of the things alongside that. I think um, we usually flux somewhere between like 120 and 170 employees, depending on the time of year. So in the summertime, it's more because we have so many people coming up to the pub, um, but we basically have to like triple our pub staff in the summer. So it gets real busy, which is good. That's great. And Shorts has been around since the early 2000s, right? 2004, yep. So that was the original start of everything. So we just celebrated our 19-year anniversary in the end of April. So last year of our teens, pretty exciting at this yeah, point. Happy birthday. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Shorts uh, birthday weekend is always also my birthday weekend. So I'm like, thanks people I work for for throwing me a rad birthday party every year. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, so I've actually been going to the Shorts uh, anniversary celebration for longer than I've been with the company. I think the first one I went to was in 2008, and I've been to everyone since outside of this last one because it was my 40th, so I didn't go. Um, but yeah, Joe wrote the uh, mission statement for Shorts when he was at Western Michigan University. He started making beer when he was... 18 because he realized he could go to a store and buy all of the ingredients uh, to, to make a beer without having to be 21. And that's just, it's the most perfect example of the way Joe's brain works because he's like, hey, I could either just be like everybody else or I could have a completely unique and creative way to look at everything and, and come up with a solution that then is going to be kind of better and different. So... I picked that up from his exposure on social and yeah. like just who he is. Like I, I haven't met him, but I'm the whole marketing team. We we fan over him a little bit. We're... <laughs> He's yeah uh, yeah. I think we all do. Prior to me working at Shorts, I love telling Joe that like. I remember seeing him at an anniversary party and being nervous to come up and say hi, like he was some sort of celebrity, and he's always so confused by that, where he's like, I don't understand what the deal is with this. But he just has a presence to him, and you can tell that he's an incredibly smart guy, but he's also just quirky enough, you know, and he's definitely just kind of off the beaten path, which, you know, so is shorts, so all of those things kind of line up. And I just think it's so amazing to be somebody at the age of you know, 22, opening up a brewery in a town of 1,200 people in northern Michigan, like nothing about it makes sense. Nothing about the success of Shorts, the fact that we are now technically the largest craft brewery in Michigan, independently owned. It's really kind of 
crazy. You know, it's a thing that seems impossible and shouldn't have happened. And I think it's a great story to like what craft beer really was meant to do all along. The idea of a pub and why we call them pub tenders, you know, like downtown Bel Air had nothing. It was basically a ghost town with nothing in there besides one bar and a post office. And now it's like a thriving little community. You know, we have so many different things. All of the storefronts are full. And I like to attribute that to shorts and to what Joe put into that. And this whole idea of just like loving where you live and loving what you do. And that was Joe kind of he talks about it like Field of Dreams, you know? He's like, if I build it, the people will come, you know? If I love the place enough and if I put enough passion into it, it'll that'll resonate and we'll be able to do it. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Well, and that's, that's evident from up to this podcast. I did a bunch of research and reading online, like what, what are the people saying, the people that are visiting the pub, you know, what, what, what additional stuff do they have to say? And everybody's just, they love it. You, you either love it or you love it. That's, those are your two <laughs> options. All right. So uh, conveniently, 2004 was the same year that Locals Light was birthed. Absolutely. Yeah. It's one of the first beers that Joe Short made. And the entire kind of thought behind Locals Light was, I can't open up this brewery and only make things like Soffred or Huma or Bloody Beer or any of these other crazy things, Bruce Pilsner, you know, I can't do all of these just crazy recipe experiments without having something as like a safety net for anybody or something that specifically the locals of Bel Air at that point in time, you know, this tiny rural town, those people were all drinking Molson, honestly, because it's basically Canada. Uh, and so he's like, I need something that they're all going to want to drink, something that they can come back and have more than one of. And also palate fatigue is a real thing. Everybody knows that you can't drink for huge, wild, crazy beers. So at some point in time, you have to fall back on volume and something that's consistent, very easy to drink. Um, so that's why it's called Locals Light. It's genuinely was made for the locals of Bel Air, Michigan. And that was Joe's original thought. Like, this is how I'm going to get the people of this town to be happy that we're here, to be excited about having a brewery in their tiny little town. When I was reading about it, it, it was like the request is like, hey, something that's just easy to drink mm-hmm. and it's something simple. Something simple. simple yep. Right? And uh, so, and, and then it was born on uh, July 13, 2004. It was the ninth beer that Shorts uh, had ever made, right? Correct. Like that's, yep, that is uh, correct. A lot of beers that are kind of the mass-produced, right, the, the, general, the general drinkers that you're going to find, right? It's made with rice um, and lots of times with corn, mm-hmm. especially in the Midwest, right? A lot of corn. But Locals is a little bit different. It's 100% wheat, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it's actually a full total grain bill on there. So it's very um, true to the world of craft, you know, that you're not using any adjuncts in there at all. So that's the thing that really separates it from a domestic. And I think that then it's very impressive that we're able to get that clarity of flavor that we have. Um, I like to say that Locals is a beer that has been continuously perfected over time. So the Locals that you are drinking today is definitely not the same Locals that you would have drank five years ago. It's not the same Locals that you would have drank 10 years ago, nor would it have been the same as when you o- we opened the pub back in 2004. Um, and that's because as time has progressed, we have increased our quality standards. We've been able to secure better contracts with grain suppliers. So our size has really allowed us to make this beer the best that it possibly could be. Um, And again, I love that we never decided to settle. It was never like, okay, this is what this beer tastes like and we have to stick with this. It was like, what are we trying to go for with Local Slate? How are we trying to make this what it needs to be? So over time, we've just been able to really dial this recipe in in a lot of ways and make sure that we're getting really consistent grain coming in, which is incredibly important when you're dealing with a lager and a lot of times why people are using adjuncts because then you have the safety net of not dealing with an agricultural product to the degree that you do with an all-wheat base on there. So... Yeah, we're really happy with the way this has kind of progressed to where it's at. It's um, just a really clean, easy drinking beer. 
part of increasing that quality control yep. and then using yep. using local stuff when you can. Mm-hmm. That's love it. Love it. Absolutely. Well, especially when you guys, I mean, you guys are sending beer everywhere. I was recently at a wedding yeah. um, in North Carolina and there was somebody there that I went to high school with that now works at Epcot and Disney in Florida. Yep. And I brought shorts because I was like, People are going to be impressed. Right, got a yeah. rep. And they're like, oh, yeah, this is in Epcot. I was like, really? I had no idea. I made that happen. Did you really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my favorite. That's one of my favorite things ever was being able to go to Epcot and be like, I'm drinking a local slide in Epcot. Yeah. Well, cool. they know they know it. It's, yeah. Yeah, awesome. that was successful. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's that's awesome. So fun, though. Yeah, I love that. Uh, in terms of creation of this great, simple beer, mm-hmm. is there anything unique about the crafting process? Outside of the fact that, yeah, we're not using any adjuncts in there, um, no, I mean, it's a pretty straightforward beer for us to make. Um, I think that a lot of it, again, was we've, we've gone through a couple of iterations on the way the packaging looks, so that's been updated over time. But the beer itself, like I said, it's just been a lot of us making sure that we're doing some really great testing prior to using any of the grains that go into it to make sure that everything is up to the standard that we need it to be so that we get a really, really clean, beautiful product at the end of it. That's awesome. I guess the progression of locals when it comes to sizes and capacity is kind of a fun thing to talk about just because we originally with this, you know, we just had six packs of local slide and that would have been up through about 2015 even. We only had this in six packs and it was not even something that we necessarily focused on talking about out in the world. It was like this backup thing that we had. We knew we sold a lot of it up at the pub, but we weren't really focused on doing anything with it outside of our home market, like as far as being up in Northern Michigan at our pub or in Elk Rapids. And we just kind of got to looking at what was going on in the world and kind of the transition through craft and, you know, knowing how important Huma and Soft Parade were to us and how those were really kind of like the original kind of flagship products for us and things that we were pushing everywhere. Um, But both of those being really beautiful, really expressive beers that also have um, kind of like a, I think, a critical mass on how many people are going to enjoy them, right? Like, Huma is an IPA that you either love or you're going to be like, that's too much for me, right? Like, that's a little <laughs> bit too much. I'm not I'm not ready for that. Those are pants are too big for me to wear. Um, and Soft Raid as well. Uh, you can only, you know, drink so many, fuss for, or like so many Soft Raids and then wake up the next day and wonder what you did with your life before you're like, hold on. Okay, <laughs> like, I can't do this all the time. It's a great experience and it's delicious, but we just know that that's not... Um, that's not the thing that's going to be like a huge volume growth at the end of the day. And so we just kind of looked at it and we were like, wait, we have this really incredible beer. At that point in time, not a lot of people were doing lagers. It wasn't something that you were seeing everywhere. And we were like, maybe this could be a really great thing to do. And also, um, I think another thing that Shorts is really great at is providing value. You know, we uh, do everything that we can to make sure that we're keeping the pricing of our beers at a spot that is very approachable. And that's because we don't want to alienate anybody. We want to make sure that everybody can drink our stuff and that everybody can like have it with them when they're doing the things that they love to do the most in life. So allowing everybody the opportunity to try it, which then also allows everybody to kind of gateway into craft. Like it really is kind of a gateway drug to craft beer, you know, like, hey, I'm not really ready to spend $7 on a beer or $8 on a beer, but this is from Michigan and it's only $4.50. So maybe I'll get one of those and then I'm supporting local, but I don't have to break the bank to do so. So we kind of put all of that into thoughts and then, um, 
just started to focus on it a little bit more. And it was crazy how quickly it just started to grow, you know, how quickly people were just like, yeah, this is what we needed. This is what we were looking for. And so since then, we now do 12 packs, 24 packs. Uh, we've got 16 ounce cans back again, um, just kind of doing anything we can to bring it around in all sizes. We're doing all three sizes of kegs again. So half barrels, quarter barrels and six barrels, which is new because we had stopped doing six barrels. They're back, everybody. You can sell them again. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so it's just been a fun fun kind of journey to watch it grow and, and find kind of its own just kind of life at this point in time. You mentioned uh, a, a beer for everybody, and that's that's one of the things that I think is unique to shorts, uh, but also I feel like Locals Light embodies that a lot. Mm-hmm. There's lots of craft beers that it's an experience, right? You sit down and you need to take the time to enjoy all of the aspects of the beer. And Locals Light has the capacity to offer a lot of different mm-hmm. you know, flavors and profiles and all these things that you would want from a craft lager. It's not exclusive to that. You can crack it while you're boating, fishing, mowing the lawn. like, And it's, it's marketed that way and it drinks that way. Yep. Uh, and that's... I think that's that's unique to locals. Like, I mean, as somebody who enjoys a cold beer while mowing the lawn, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I, it just it tastes good. It just it pairs well with life. <laughs> pairs well with life is a really great line for it, for sure. Yeah, one of my favorite ways to enjoy a locals is post lawn mowing or yard work with uh, a tagine or tahine rim on my glass, and then mm. squeeze a lime in it. Uh, my husband makes micheladas with it all the time as well as like a fun thing to do. Ben over in Grand Rapids, our, our Grand Rapids sales guy, is uh, going around with like a cooler full of fun little different things. He's like, let me make you a beer mosa with locals. Let me do this, like, whatever. So he'll go to a tasting and be like, I can make you locals six different ways, you know, which is a super fun thing. And I think it's just an incredibly versatile beer. But like you said, it also holds up so well on its, on its own, you know, and it can really stand up to things. And I think... It's a cool to have a beer that does what it should for craft beer, you know, can be called craft, and I'm proud to call it that. And I think that it, you know, can hold its own in amongst some really, really heavy hitters when it comes to that. But that also you can be like, hey, bro, I see you drinking a Bud Light. You want to drink this instead? And they'll be like, yeah, that's pretty, yeah, I can do this, like, which is not a thing that happens very often. Like, that's a hard nut to crack. And you really can with locals. So on Untapped, uh, Locals Light has got over 26,000 reviews. It's a lot. It's it's a lot and and all of them are like, yeah, this is just it's good beer. Yeah. yeah. It's good beer. It's good beer. It, it, it's not going to overtake whatever you're doing. It's not going to overtake your meal. It just it was a good beer. Yeah. So, and then um that's got over 4 stars on Beer Advocate. Yeah. Craft Lager. For a craft lager, that's a very impressive place to be. Like it, and that's um I think a thing we really like to hang our hat on because you can't hide anything in a lager, you know? Either you know what you're doing or you don't. And I think that's, yeah, that's why we like to call it beer in its simplest form, you know? It's just beer. Beer in its simplest form. Being delicious. All right. So let's go ahead and crack one of these. Are we cracking a big one or a little one? Mm. I brought both just so that we would have to make this big decision in life. (laughs) Do they taste better in the big cans? I don't. Do you want to just play this off of freshness? How did I do here? Or both from April. So you get a beautiful sound of a beer cracking on here. Perfect. It's important. Make everybody thirsty. So it pours smooth. There's not too much head. It looks like there's thin white foam at the top. Pale um, straw yellow is what we usually like to call that. Yeah, pale straw yellow. Clear. Yeah. It looks, looks inviting. Looks uh, like it's going to refresh you. Yeah, and it's not, the head's not sitting for too long. It's, you know, it's it's going away. It's dissipating. Mm-hmm. Just an observation. It's just what's happening. Yeah. All right. Cheers. Cheers. 
So it's really smooth. Um, this is this is a 5.2% ABV, mm-hmm. and you don't really taste any alcohol. You kind of you kind of get like the same kind of taste in your mouth that you would with like maybe like a cereal grain or something. You mm-hmm. can definitely tell that it's grain. Yep. Um, that is that is something that is very clear, very, and it's not like the nose isn't too strong. Like you're not the people outside the room aren't going to know we're drinking beer in here. Oh no, not at all. <laughs> and it's not. Um... As with, I think, the case with a lot of either craft lagers or people who do craft pilsners, it's also not aggressively bitter at any point in time. It's just incredibly approachable. Yeah, very, very light on the nose. Very much just like beer. Simple yellow fizzy beer is what we're what we're dealing with here. Simple. And I mean that in the best way possible. Well, yeah, that, that's the thing is it's not, it's, I don't know, I, I guess it's meant to complement whatever you're doing. That's exactly it. And that's my favorite way to describe it is... Um, Shorts, we, we call ourselves an experience-based brand a lot of times. So talking about this idea that, like, yes, we want the beer itself to be an experience. We want it to be something that you can be like, this is beautiful. It looks beautiful. It tastes delicious. There's so many things that go along with it. But also, like, locals should be your sidekick for all of the rad stuff you're doing on a day-to-day basis, right? You know, whether that's just hanging out and you know, cooking some great steaks on the grill or, you know, going to a, a friend's house and playing some board games or going on a big hike, you know, being able to have something refreshing afterwards. You get done going for a run. You need to rehydrate. Locals can be your beer for that, you know? It's just like the companion for all of your best moments in life. I love that. Yeah. I love that. That's great. Your sidekick. Yeah. Yeah, just kind of, it works excellent for that, you know? And uh, Joe, as anybody who sees him on the internet would know, is a guy who loves to do all kinds of crazy things. He's very well known in the summertime for waking up every morning before sunrise so he can get out and do a water ski session before he starts his day. Does a lot of mountain biking. Um, is just busy doing stuff all the time, carpentry stuff, whatever. He's he's out, out in the world, kind of taking it as he can. And I think... Having a beer that can keep up with that but also isn't going to kind of put you down for that whole thing as well is really important, and, and that's what Locals does. It's just kind of there to, to be with you through whatever you're doing. That's great. So these come in 6, 12, 24 packs, and you can buy them in Tall Boys. Yes. So the 16 ounces are uh, just very recently released again. Uh, we just actually lowered the price a little bit on them as well. You can either sell those as singles or you can sell them as a full 12-pack, which is really fun. If somebody wants to just buy 12 12 tall boys and go about their day, they can do that, which is pretty great. The 24-packs are turning into just like an amazing thing for us. Um, They're priced very well, and they seem to be just continuing to grow. Pro tip, if at any point in time you can take one of those and merchandise it so the big-ass can is facing out, like you can see that thing from the end of an aisle. I was actually at a Meyer the other day, and they had done that, like faced it out frontwards, and I was like, I can see locals all the way down to the end of this aisle, like in amongst all the other stuff, because it's just like a huge can sticking out of your face, which is really fun. So any chance somebody gets to merchandise it that way, I'm on board. That's awesome. Cans up. Cans up. All right. <laughs> but Flavor profile-wise with locals, you're just like, wow, it's a good beer. Right. It's a good beer. Let's just drink a bunch of them. It was just drink. Yes. Just drink a bunch of them. It's a good beer. Just drink a bunch. Locals light. It's a good beer. Let's drink a bunch of them. Yeah. That's a, you know, simple taglines coming around all the time with us. <laughs> Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. We appreciate you coming, Carrie. Pleasure to be here. Is there anything that you want to talk about before uh, we end this? Uh, 
since we're talking about Locals Light, uh, Locals Light Lime is going to happen in June. So it'll be a really limited run of 12 packs only and then half barrels. It'll be a little less limey than last year, but still very limey uh, in all of the right ways. And that was delicious. I'm excited for us to do just another one-time drop of that to play around with anything that you can do to keep locals everywhere all the time. That's the goal, as we all know. Absolutely. And uh, Shorts Fest is coming, isn't it? Shorts Fest is coming June 10th. That's when that's happening, which is different than years past. We've always done it in August, but last year it was like the hottest day in the universe. And we were all like, this is too hot. Nobody wants this. So we decided let's do it as a kickoff to summer when we know the weather's going to be beautiful. Uh, We'll have bands all day, food trucks. Uh, I just was reviewing the beer list from Joe and it's bananas. It's been really fun having Joe be super involved in festival and events again because he has been. So like... Yeah, the beer list. I was like, this is a lot of things that we're going to we're gonna have up there. So if anyone from Imperial wants to come, you just have to email me, let me know, and I'll get you tickets. Uh, same goes if you've got an account. If there's accounts that want to come, just get a hold of me, and we'll get you in there for free. And if any individual wants to join, you can go ahead and purchase tickets uh, on Short's website? Short's website, correct. All right. And then on social, uh, you can find Short's at Short's Brewing uh, Company on Facebook, and then Short's Brewing on uh, Instagram. Instagram. Yep. All right. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, thank Cheers. you. Cheers. And thank you for joining us for another round presented by Imperial Beverage. Until next time, cheers.